0: All while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar-coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, a.k.a. sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. New year, new sex life. Yeah? Maybe? I don't know. If you have sex goals on your bucket list, I just have one question for you. Can we be friends? <laughs> Let's talk some sex goals. Maybe you have never had the idea of setting sex goals, but... This is something that I talk about quite frequently, so if you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you're a veteran, thank you so much. We are coming up on one fucking year, guys. One year. 365 days that the Unchained Sexcast has been a thing, and it would not be a thing if it weren't for you listening to this right now. Um, we have spread by word of mouth. We have spread by just listeners telling other fucking people. That's it. The old school fucking way. I'm not a produced podcast. I haven't been for an entire year. It's just been me and me, y'all. It's just been me and me. I have edited, produced, and published all episodes that have been launched. We're coming up on close to 60 episodes now. I think um one in one full year that the sex cast has been live. So thank you so much for your support. Your support is definitely not gone unnoticed here or underappreciated. So sex goals, why do I talk about them so much? Whenever I think of sex goals, I think of sex that is just more intentional. And you guys will probably hear me talk about intentional sex. Why would we ever want to have intentional sex? Here's my thing. So I have definitely found people giggle whenever I talk about sex goals, and they think that those two words together are just hilarious. So here's my thinking. Whenever you love something, whenever you want something, you are very intentional with how it presents itself in your life. So when it comes to sex and intimacy and pleasure and taking care of yourself and taking care of your partner... If those things are really, truly important for you, you're gonna make sure that you make time for it. You're gonna make sure that you get it in your daily schedule, your weekly schedule, at the max maybe. But for me, something that's important I feel like something that's very close to me that means a lot to me, I'm gonna either have it in my daily or weekly life, not monthly. Like, sorry for anyone out here who has sex once a month or once a quarter. I'm just gonna say right now, things that are important to you, you do on a daily or a weekly basis. So whenever it comes to sex goals, you're like, how does that connect with intentional sex? Sex goals means you have intentions. You want to better something. You wanna make sure that something this year gets done and maybe it's you. (laughs) Intentional means that you have intentions of seeing it through. You are going to accomplish it. It is on your schedule. It is in your view. You're going to make sure that you're seeing it through. So I actually do activities and I've talked about this on the podcast before where I've assigned clients or I assign people to do something intentional, to have either like an intentional sex night or have an intentional self-pleasure night. And so so if you're wanting to do like an intentional sex night, if you've never heard of a, a worship session night, I've talked about it before on the podcast, where you can schedule a night to intentionally do something with your partner, whether that be like a new BDSM session, or maybe it's simpler, like trying a new loop or trying a new toy. Whenever you love something, whenever something is important to you, you will put it in your life. And let me just say, this is a lesson that I feel like humans do not get on any level, including myself. I'm not even like, I will put myself at the top I don't know how many times I would think, oh, like they had such a valid reason or, oh, this was their, this is why they couldn't and this is what happened and whatever. No, like I learned in 30 years of living on earth, when people care about something, they're going to fucking put it in their life. End of story, period. If you give a shit about something, you are going to keep it in your view. You're not going to let it just pass out maybe for a little while but you'll always go back to it and that's how you know when something isn't meant to pass you by is if you keep going back to it you keep getting pulled back to it maybe you're not meant to stay there forever maybe you're just getting pulled back to that because there's a lesson there there's something more to learn about the situation or something that just isn't quite grasped yet So whenever I find myself getting pulled back to the same place, I find that it's because I have not yet grown and I have not yet received everything that I needed to receive from that situation. Whenever you care about something, whenever it is important to you, you put it in your life. So. If you care about sex, if you care about intimacy with your partner, if you care about creating a self-pleasure practice with yourself, if you care about growing your confidence and wearing it every single fucking day, then I would say you would probably have sex goals this year. So what do sex goals look like for everyone? Well, duh, you know it's gonna be different for everybody, But everyone has a different perception. So it's so interesting because even just saying the two words sex goals, you're probably going to think something completely different than me. I always personally suggest talking about sex goals between solo and partnered. Uh, Whether you are solo or in a relationship, make sex goals for both of those things. Whether you're looking, actively looking for partnership or not you can still set sex goals. And whether you are solo or in a relationship, I think everyone needs healthy solo goals as well. Solo goals are goals that wouldn't involve anybody but you. So mental and physical clarity on your sexuality, Maybe you want some more clarity on your turn-ons. I feel like that could be put on everyone's list every single year because our turn-ons are always fluctuating and changing. As we change and as we grow and as we evolve, we are going to shift into different areas of pleasure. We're gonna shift into different areas of turn-on. And maybe you wanna even set Orgasm goals. I feel like that's a thing. I mean, I set an orgasm goal for my 25th birthday. You guys might have heard me mention this before, but I definitely have some fun content coming out about it soon in the next year or so. And that was whenever I set a goal. I was like 25. I was twenty I was turning 25 and I was like, what would be fun for my 25th birthday? Like what what would be really fun to do? Well, you guys know me a little bit and I like wild ideas and so being a kink blueprint so if you've if you've not explored your erotic blueprints I am a, I identify as more of a heavy kinky blueprint which means I thrive more on the taboo things and the new things and I guess you would say more from like an experimentalist point of view. I definitely get so excited whenever I hear something new. I love learning. I love just exploring different areas. And that doesn't mean I love everything. There are things I try that I'm not really that fond of, but just the exploration and trying something new. And I thought, okay, well, I don't know how many orgasms I've ever had in one day. Like, I don't know the max that I've ever gotten off, at, like t- turning 25. I had a very healthy sex life with my partner at the time. And so I thought, you know what? What if I could get to 25 orgasms for my 25th birthday? (laughs) So um, needless to say, I uh, don't give up and I like to accomplish all my goals. So I had 25 orgasms for my 25th birthday. And that was a a sex goal that I set for myself. It wasn't for the new year, but it was for my birthday, and it was such a memorable... I literally... It will be the forever birthday I will always remember that I gave myself 25 orgasms for my 25th birthday. Sex goals, y'all. Solo goals are important and also partner goals. More... You can set self-orgasm goals, too, if you're like, zero, I don't have a partner to help me give me 25 orgasms, or I don't have a partner who can... Whatever... Focus on mental clarity around your turn-ons. What's turning you on right now? What makes you feel safe in your body? Or or are you feeling safe in your body? You know, if you're like, I don't masturbate, I don't touch myself, then let's back up to safety. What are you you doing right now to make yourself feel safe to exploring yourself? What are you doing right now to maybe regain that safety? Are you working through some traumas? Are you working through some crunchy areas? Start with your solo goals and then build that into your partner goals. Your partner goals are going to be ones that involve other people. Maybe you have a main partner, maybe you have multiple partners, maybe you want multiple partners. Whatever that looks like, just exploring different things. Maybe you are like on the higher kinky end and you're like, I wanna explore sex clubs or a threesome. And maybe you're like on more of the vanilla end. Like, I just wanna try a new sex toy. That's totally fine. Or maybe you're even the extra creamy vanilla and you're like, Sierra, I just wanna try a new position. All right, we accept all people here. All kinks, no matter where you're at in your pleasure, sexuality, journey, it's important to recognize every step. It's important to make intentions on where you want to take it. And a lot of people think that like coaching is more like therapy. Y'all, this is what coaching is. This is exactly what I do in and out every day. And that is helping people see where they're at and where they want to go. How to get there? What's the plan? What's the road look like? Well, we don't always know what the road looks like, but if we have a point A and a point B, we can fucking figure it out. And that's what coaching is. And coaching with me, y'all know I'm a very authentic, down to earth person. I think the most important part of coaching that's really unrecognized a lot of the time is just the space that I hold for people. A lot of the time, I'm not doing talking. You know, if you think, oh, I'm going to go talk to Sierra and she's just going to give me the magical answer, most of the time, I'm not the one talking. Wow. You know, you all are used to me talking and blabbing. You can come to my podcast to hear me talk. But whenever you come talk to me, my job is to listen, to listen to what you have to say, to listen to what you need to feel. And a lot of the time, we don't know what we're feeling until we start letting it fly out our fucking mouths. How many times do you say something and you realize, oh my gosh, That's how I feel. How many times a week? How many times a day do you have that feeling whenever you say something loud? And imagine like this just makes me think of like the people who have recluse to themselves and have kept everything in their whole lives. The heavy fucking weight. Like I'm so empathic that just talking about it, I feel like my shoulders like drop and like my chest gets weighted. Thinking about people who have never felt comfortable enough with another human to share intimate things or or even just never felt comfortable enough to be them true their true self. People who are ashamed about what they think or how they feel. You know, sometimes we can't help how we feel or how we, we can't help how we feel and we can't help the expressions that we have. And to have that deep shame around it to where you don't even feel comfortable talking about it with another human. Those are the areas of coaching that I feel like aren't talked about enough. And I think that's what I actually appreciate the most about it is just being able to, I think my whole, I mean, my whole life, I've always been that person that people would just go to. They would just literally dump everything. They would go to me for, they would come to me for sex advice. They would come to me with questions. I've just always been, um, I guess, well, this was said to me yesterday, a very approachable person. So, I had this, I had a gentleman say this to me after meeting him and talking with him for about five minutes. He was like, wow, he's like, you are just so much more of an approachable person. And that's exactly what he said. Being approachable is definitely something that I just come naturally by. And I even talked about it with one of my friends earlier this week in the past few weeks from recording this. From recording this in the past few weeks, I've had like three or four random people at random times, at random places, just start talking. And then within like 10 minutes, I knew their whole fucking life story. Whenever someone starts talking to me, my natural reaction now is to just listen. Whenever you're really vibing with somebody and you're connecting and you know, like you're not being distracted and you can actually focus on what each other is saying, I kind of just let them talk and let them get it out. And I think we get really busy in our lives and in our relationships even with spouses and people and we just forget to really just slow it down and actually conversate. Are you talking to me and am I talking to you and are you listening and hearing and are able to understand what I'm saying and comprehend and have time to process I think we we kind of forget about that it's crazy the amount of people who have come to me and and thought almost that I would have magical answers sometimes I got answers y'all you know sometimes I do but a lot of the time it's just the validation that people need to be quite honest most of the people that I talked with in 2023 It wasn't that they had a magical breakthrough. Um, Have I had that experience with people before? Yes, but this year, to be quite honest, the direction that it went was validation. Almost everyone that I had talked to in the 2023 year just needed a form of validation, a form of permission. I mean, it was just crazy. I'm talking like men in their upper 40s, 50s. I'm talking women in their 20s, like everyone from almost all of the amount of people that I convened with validation and permission is what people really struggled with the most. Coaching is about positive forward movement. You know, it's not therapy. A lot of people think it's similar to therapy. Not really. Therapy is going to focus on diagnoses, actual medical diagnoses and how to cope and work through that. You know, whether that be trauma or PTSD or whatever that looks like. Therapy is more focused on diagnoses and treating that. Coaching is focused on positive forward movement. So sex coaching, a lot of people are like, well, what would you say sex coaching is? So taking in the idea that coaching is about positive growth, sex coaching is positive growth focused around sex, sexuality, your sex life. So whenever people are like, so what do first sessions really look like with you? Or what are your like first timer calls look like? It's really about getting to know you because coaching is so individualized. You know, I've run programs and courses and stuff before that are like, here's the content, watch this and you get this. And here's the extras coaching with me one-on-one and into- it, is an individualized experience created by where you are. We gotta figure out where you're at and what's coming up for you and what's your biggest concerns and what are your goals and what are you struggling with and what's your favorite parts about your sex life right now. We dig all into that. We gotta find that foundational base level first before we can grow up. So we find out where you are And then we open up and look at all the possibilities of where you could be, or maybe where you want to be. You know, maybe you are really inexperienced in sex and you were never really given a formal sex education and you're in your mid twenties now and you're really embarrassed to admit it, but you haven't always had great sex. And maybe you're not even sure if you've even actually had an orgasm. That's a place to start. We can start from there. Everyone starts at different places. I don't want you to feel shame because of what place that you are at. We all go through different journeys. We all have different, different upbringings and different packaging, shall I say? (laughs) What I also help find people do, and that's my favorite part, is helping people find acceptance on where they are. A lot of people, including myself, I think that's why I like helping other people do it is because I am the motherfucking queen of having a hard time with finding acceptance of where I am at. I always want to be somewhere different. We all want to always be somewhere different. Oh, I wish I was here. Oh, I I could be here. Well, if I work hard enough, I'll get to here. We always want to be somewhere different than where we fucking are. And so something that I have personally worked with and I still work with every day is finding acceptance of where the fuck I am at in my journey, whether that be my professional journey, whether that be my sex life, whether that be my relationship-wise, whether that be being a mom, you know, whatever that looks like, finding acceptance of where we are in life. I think a lot of people get swept up into living to work and we forget how to work to live. We find ourselves focusing on shit that doesn't really fucking matter. And next thing we know, all we can say is, man, time's going so quick. Man, my my kids are so grown now. Time moves so quick. How many times I've heard people say, oh, time's just flying. But is it? And what would it look like if we didn't say time was flying? What if it looked like if we talked about time moving slow? Because we actually were able to slow down and find acceptance in where we are and enjoy where we are at and find pleasure in where we are. I've never in my entire life heard somebody say, man, time's moving so slow. Time's, actually, I lied. I just lied just now. I take that back. (laughs) Working in long term care as long as I have, I've definitely had multiple people ask me, why am I still here and why is time moving so slow for me? But in other instances, we are always caught up in that time is moving so fast. Time isn't moving fast. Time is the same it's ever been. It hasn't sped up, it hasn't slowed down. It is neutral and it is consistently neutral. We are moving too fucking fast we are trying to move at the speed of light we are trying to get everything done in one day we are hoping that we are somewhere else than where we actually are we're wishing that we're somewhere different we should be at a different place in our life we should be at this promotion at our job we are the ones moving fucking fast time is not moving fucking fast and this is something that i've i've written a lot about because I feel like this was just such a statement that that held out so strong in my childhood and just hearing it growing up and also just hearing so much fucking small talk like you guys know me I've talked about how how I feel about small talk before I fucking hate it I feel like it kills our authenticity like I don't want to talk about the weather for the fucking sixth time today I don't give a shit about the fucking weather I don't watch the weather the weather's gonna be whatever the weather's gonna decide it's gonna be and I have to adapt to it no matter what so who the fuck cares like that's my opinion about weather if you want to know what I do during tornadoes, it's not the right. I mean, it's the answer that you could guess. Um, I remember the last time we had a tornado that was like actually tornado, tornado. We had sex for like three fucking hours. And we're like, if it takes us, it takes us. Like I am not one to look at those small things. I don't do the small talk. It takes away from the authenticity. It takes away from the realness of what people are truly feeling. Half the time when people are like, oh, how how are you today? Half the time my response wants to be, well, I'm up and I'm not fucking crying. (laughs) You know, like how many of us are really having those days it's really taken the authenticity out of us if you feel like maybe you've put your sex life on pause or your sexuality or just your your needs in a relationship on pause i'm going to challenge you of course because it's new year and this is a perfect time to start fresh and and start new everybody wants to start new at, at new year you know most people do if you feel like you're not around people who like new year's resolutions and you're like man i love making new year's resolutions Find a different crowd, honey. Find a different crowd. When you surround yourself with high-functioning individuals, then you will be a high-functioning individual, all right? Their New Year's goals all around. I love New Year's because this is a perfect time to refresh. Cut everything that you need to stop fucking doing. Every New Year's, I make a list of everything that I'm going to stop doing. Everything that needs to get cut. Everything that I'm going to stop doing habit-wise in my business, Every single New Year's, it's the perfect chance to throw shit away, literally. I mean, most of us all clean out our houses and declutter junk and stuff around the holidays because we got to make room for all the new shit to come in. But it's the perfect time to really declutter your thoughts and declutter your personal environment, just a simple clear out. I, of course, am going to challenge you to check in with your sexuality and check in with your sex life. We are starting the year out with positive conversations about sex. So if you have a journal or notebook, you can pause me or you can come back to this at whatever minute marker it is. I have a few things that I want you to dump out. Reflection time. And if you're in the car and you're like, ah, I can't write it down, don't worry. Like, just come back and write it down if you want. Or just as I ask these questions, pause and reflect a minute. Really give yourself a second to think. This is the time to dump it out. This is the time to dump out what your thoughts are, to say it out loud, to write it out. You know, I always know there's a difference. I always feel like there is a difference between writing and saying it aloud because I do a lot of my dumping on my journal. But then whenever I talk to my own coach or one of my own work wives or something vocally, it all helps just combine it and slap it all together. So personally for me, journaling is a huge tool that I use in my personal life and as a coaching tool. Um, to help better develop communication, better self-habits. Also, this is a place of huge growth because whenever you dump it out, you can actually get your thoughts out of your head and sort through them and find what's really yours and throw away what's not there. When you do it on a journal, you can physically do it. Write all your thoughts out and throw away, literally, what doesn't fucking align with you, what you really don't, what's not true for you. Literally keep what is true for you. Get a piece of paper, pause me if you need to, right here, come back. It only matters what you do moving forward today. I don't care what you've done in the past. If you're like, I've never done this before, I don't care. It doesn't matter. You don't need any past validation. Stop using your past validation. Well I've never done it before, so I can never do it now. No, fuck that. Stop using any of that as an excuse and just focus on what you do moving forward from today. What are you gonna do tomorrow? Don't even think next year, or next month. Oh my gosh. That's stressful as shit. <laughs> think of tomorrow. What does tomorrow look like for you? What do you need to do tomorrow to make it the best day ever? Here's your journal dumps. What do you love most about your sex life right now? What's your favorite thing? What comes to mind? Is it a feeling? Is it something that is just really turning you on? What do you love most about your sex life right now? Next one, go on the opposite end of that. What do you dislike most about your sex life right now? You're not getting enough. It's not fun. It's the same thing. You need more... Adventure, maybe you need a new partner. Oh, what do you dislike most about your sex life right now? And then I want you to list out two to three things you'd like more of. What does that look like for you? You want more kissing, you want more sex, don't be bland, get creative, you want more orgasms, you want more kink, you want more BDSM. What do you want more of in your sex life? And if you're like, Ah, Sierra, you're challenging me. Yes, I'm fucking challenging you. Absolutely. This is where we grow and this is where we glow, baby. We are talking fucking sex goals. This is a perfect place on where to start. If you're like, I don't know how to make sex goals, I'm giving it to you literally right now. Two more for you. What was your most memorable sexual moment of last year? This one kind of made me think because I wrote these out too. Whenever you think of your most memorable sexual moment of last year, this could have been, you know, whatever popped into your head could have been something with a partner. It could have been something maybe solo. Maybe you got sexy hot solo time. What does that look like? What was your most memorable sexual moment of last year? Was it when you saw somebody super attractive and you were just like, beside yourself what was it write it down journal this out and if you want to share this that would be so fun I want to know what your most memorable sexual moment was of last year I'll probably put this up on my stories and see who wants to drop me anonymous their anonymous memory because I would love to fucking hear your dirty little secrets per usual all right so to help you bring out your last final sex goal of this year of the 2024 year and if you want to share any of these goals with me feel free y'all you know where my inbox is but if I could wave a magic wand and just make your sex life a thousand percent perfect this year in 2024 if my little magic wand would just ding and your sex life was perfect what would that look like what would that actually look like write it out draw me a fucking picture (laughs) graphic please. (laughs) Um, What would it look like for you? Because it's going to look different for your partner. It's going to look different for me. It's going to look different for everybody. Do you really know what it looks like for you? I just want you to know you are so fucking worthy of loving and respectful relationships. You deserve someone in your life who is also dedicated to your pleasure just as much as you are. I think that's something we forget, too. Your partner will only be dedicated to your pleasure as much as you're dedicated to it. So if you don't like to masturbate and you don't really find yourself sexy, then your partner is probably going to feel that dedicated as well. You are so worthy of those loving relationships with yourself, with your partners, and feeling valued and appreciated. Start the new year off right and be a good little girl and boy and do your homework. And if you want to go a little further than that, then let's talk about coaching and maybe getting you on my schedule. I do a 15-20 minute complimentary phone call just to see if coaching's right for you or we can do it through text message whatever is easier for your schedule just to see if this is a good fit you know it's individualized we work with you and we have positive forward movement that is what coaching does if you are ready to elevate your sex life and how you feel pleasure then let's fucking talk if you didn't get the journaling questions I'm gonna read them off real quickly That was number one, what do you love most about your sex life right now? Number two, what do you dislike most about your sex life right now? Number three, list two to three things you'd like more of this year in your sex life. Number four, what was your most memorable sexual moment of 2023? And number five, if I could wave a magic wand and make your sex life a million percent perfect this year, what would that look like for you? I'll catch you guys next time. I hope this episode gave you insight on how to start your year sexy and intentionally sexy. Things that you care about, you will put in your life if you care about your sex life this year and if you care about upping and evolving what that looks like for you, then put it in your life. Start with some sexy goals. Thanks for listening to The Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under The Unchained Sex Cast